welcome back to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. I'm your host, Jalen Bowden, here with you for another episode of Learning Powered by the Heart. Today, we're talking about the objective of prophecy, because words of edification and exhortation are meant to create a momentum within us. These words speak directly to our identity, and they tell us exactly how we're known in heaven. They can provide keys that propel us into our next chapter without having to repeat the current one. Let's jump in with Graham Cook as he shares more about the prophetic words that are in God's heart for you. So I'm going to read you something from the Bible. And I'm reading from uh, 1 Corinthians 14, first five verses. It says this. <clears throat> Pursue love, yet desire earnestly spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. One who speaks in a tongue doesn't speak to men, but to God. For no one understands, but in his spirit... He speaks mysteries. But one who prophesies speaks to men for edification, exhortation, and comfort. One who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. One who prophesies edifies the church. Now I wish that you all spoke in tongues, but even more that you would prophesy. And greater is one who prophesies than one who speaks in tongues unless he interprets, so that the church may receive edifying. I think many people underrate the importance of this type of prophecy because they think that words about a person's calling or vision and destiny are more significant and therefore they are the best words. Um, But I think the best word is always the one that's in God's heart for people now, here and now. And people relegate edification, exhortation, and comfort prophecy to simple prophecy for beginners. While it's a good starting place to learn, that's undeniable, these elements, they also form the heart and the attitude and approach to all prophecy in the New Testament. And I see edification, exhortation, and comfort as a foundation upon which all prophecy is built for all levels at all times. And I passionately believe that we need to rescue prophecy from the purely spontaneous. Sometimes I think that a lot of prophecy is almost like an empty thought passing through an empty head. We need to upgrade the prophetic to a place where every word spoken in the prophetic is significant and has weight. And that will be the same at the level of gifting, at a level of prophetic ministry, and at the level of prophetic office. Properly understood The process of prophetic edification, exhortation, and comfort will release us to a process that 
consciously and deliberately produces a significant impartation that empowers God's people to be specifically touched by God at critical moments. That was a mouthful, huh? <laughs> and the language of edification, exhortation, and comfort carries with it a specific purpose so that people can see something more powerful in God's heart for them. They can become impacted, they can be touched, healed, strengthened by that perspective that God releases. Because God sees you in a certain way. And when God prophesies, when the Spirit of God prophesies over you, what He's saying is, this is how you're known in heaven. This is how we see you. And so when you receive prophetic words, you know that God is saying to you, this is how we look at you. When we look at you, we see these things, and we want you to confess the same things that we're confessing. We want you to see yourself the same way that we see you. Because if you see yourself the way that we see you, then we are compatible with each other on our journey, and we can start to develop the language of heaven in your heart because you've got a prophetic word that gives you a future, that gives you an outcome, that gives you a sense of expectation. And now, using that prophetic word as a baseline, we can help you with the process of growing up into Christ in everything that we see over you. So he's, it's, that's just a roundabout way of saying, hey, the Lord's not messing around. It's important to him that you see yourself the way that he sees you. And everything that he's doing is to free up your perspective about yourself. So if you have a bad opinion of yourself, bad Christian... You need to understand that's not who you are. You are who He says you are. You're not what other people say you are. You are who God says you are. And when He prophesies over you, He's talking to you not just about your potential. He's talking to you about who you can actually become in this life. You know the Lord, eh? He's very specific about what He's doing. I know the plans I have for you. Yeah? So the objective of edification, exhortation, and comfort prophecy is to release the capacity to create a momentum in people. Come on, every one of us knows we can move a tad bit faster. Right? There is a momentum in the Spirit, because the Spirit is a wind, and sometimes He's a whirlwind, and He wants to pick you up and deposit you somewhere else. So the Holy Spirit, He's the wind of the Lord. He is designed, he, His specific role is to push you into the place that God has got for you. And or if I want to say it impolitely, He's going to get behind you and shove you into the next dimension of your calling and your identity. Yeah, there is a violence in that. He's going to, and that shove is not going to be gentle. It's going to be a real full-on shove you into something because 
we have to make up for lost time. And we have to get to a place outside of our past experience into something that gives us a whole new present and a whole new future. And so there is a response to God that comes when we embrace the truth. I am who you say I am. A question I ask a lot of people is, do you believe what God believes about you? Seriously, do you believe what God believes about you? That's one of the big discipling questions. Because at some point, we have to accept that God's viewpoint is probably marginally better than ours. <laughs> so the result of any type of prophetic word is empowerment. So when you're thinking about people, when you're thinking about you know, encouraging people, exhorting people, edifying people, you need to think about what is the end result. You know, whenever I'm writing a book or whenever I'm doing a talk, the thing that fascinates me, the question I start with is, what is the end result of this message? What do I want this message to do? What do I want it to achieve? What do I want it to accomplish? Okay, so that's my outcome. Then I need to work back from that outcome back to this point so that I take people on a journey so that we can get to the outcome and know what we're supposed to be doing when we get there. Yeah? Because it's story and it's journey. If you don't like this present chapter you're in, thank God it's only a chapter and not the book. How many people right now are in a chapter that you don't like? Come on, quit lying to me. Don't, don't make me come down there. Seriously, how many of you are in a chapter right now you don't like? I appreciate that honesty. Here's the thing. We want to make sure you get out of this chapter without the need to repeat it. Right? Here's the thing I love about the Lord is that everything He says to us comes with a little test to see if you got it or not. Yeah? And the great thing about God is you can't fail any of the tests. You just get to take it again. And again. And again. Oh my gosh, again? How many people have had the same flipping test at least six times? Isn't, this, is an, this is an owie moment. This is an ouch, but how many people have had the same test more than 10 times? Dear Lord Jesus. Here's the thing, you know, that you really need to pass this test because we're running out of angels <laughs> to look after you. It's like, they're all on R&R. &R. They're all like, I can't, Father, would you just get Graham to pass his test? We've gone through 15 angels so far. Here's the thing. 
You can't really move on until you pass it. Because the two things God is doing with us, one is teaching us how to trust Him for everything. You know, too much month, not enough money. You're learning to trust the Lord, right? He's teaching you how to trust Him. But He's also bringing you to a place where He can trust you. And He knows when He can trust you when you're passing your tests. Yeah? How many people have had prophetic words for more than 20 years and they've not come to pass yet? It might just be that the real issue is the entry point into the fulfillment of those words is your cooperation in the circumstances that you're in right now. Hey friends, how would life change if you could experience God's daily delight in you? If you want to hear more of today's clip or enjoy access to soaking sessions and daily devotions, you can discover all of that and so much more by clicking the link in the episode description to join us on Brilliant TV. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll see you here next time.